Uh, to where are they holding the Chancellor? No text. It's broken. Can you understand what he's saying? I'm not a protocol droid. I'm pretty sure that beep is down. I sense Count Dooku is above us. Oh, yes, 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 you're right. Beep is up. I think. Anyway, I agree. Up it is. Welcome to the Wampa's Lair Podcast. Deep in the bowels of the frozen ice caverns of Hoth, our hosts, Carl Leclerc and Jason Hunt, discuss all things Star Wars. So join the conversation and hang out here in the Wampa's Lair. Hey everybody and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampa's Lair Podcast. This might be the most exciting episode we've ever had. It's episode 300, Blue Milk Boys. I'm as always one of your hosts, Jason Hunt. And with me, the Han Solo and Kira to my Dryden Voss, we have Carl Leclerc and Katie Horn. (laughs) Hi there. Wait, Uh, you made yourself Dryden instead of like Chewie or Lando? I'm I'm a Jason. I'm a fan of Dryden Vaughn. Yeah, Jason <laughs> does like his face changes colors when he gets upset. <laughs> <laughs> I am that pasty white that any sort of emotion flushes me. So, <laughs> just saying. Um, and I've got a claw on my thumb. So, um, we're we're like soulmates already. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I Jason three hundred episodes. Right? I feel like I should be like kicking somebody into a pit saying, This is Sparta! Or this is the Wampus Lair! Or something. Yeah, I mean, you already like punching people in the face, as we I learned mean, in another yes. episode. It's like yes. a punch in the face. Like a punch in the face! In the best <laughs> way. The best kind of punch. Best way possible. That's, that's what A New Hope is at the beginning and our podcast. Of course, you know, best kind of punch in the face. <laughs> I'm never going to live that one down. Uh, um, well, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to do too much of the the patting ourselves on the back, but we got to pat ourselves a little bit on the back. 300 episodes, like that's a feat. That's an accomplishment, and uh, I'm really excited about this. I cannot actually believe that this is a real thing. Um, you know, it's like, you know, I never expected us to stop the podcast, but like episode 300 was never something that crossed my mind when when we started this thing, Carl. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I remember when we hit like episode fifteen. I was like, "Wow, that's so many shows!" Oh wow, fifteen. <laughs> yeah, that was so consistent. That was. Oh, ten- I've been doing this forever. No, like, <laughs> gosh, I'm old. I'm a veteran. <laughs> right. I mean, we we you hadn't fought even, the like, podcast wars. <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't even like officially hit year one when the Disney announcement was made. Like, we were like still a month out from our one year anniversary, and so that was a big deal. And so, like, wow. When was the Disney announcement? 2011? 2012. 2012. Okay, so we'd been doing the show for about a year at that point. Yeah, just almost a year. So it was, like, end of August 2012, so. Yeah, and that certainly has changed the dynamic, you know? Nothing drives me more crazy than when people are like, how do you have that much to talk about? And I'm like, listen, there's plenty. They're like, oh, well, I guess, you know, with all the new movies. I'm like, we don't need the new movies. Like, we could have had 300 without Disney. Um, And that's not to belittle Disney. I mean, it's great having new stuff to talk about. But I mean, it certainly keeps it fresh. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. True. Um, But, 
Yeah. Be- well, before we hop into the episode, is 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 to the episode proper. I do got to give a we've got to give a shout out to our unofficial official sponsor of this episode, this 300th episode of the Wampas Lair Ooh. over on Patreon. We got to give a big shout out to Daniel who goes by Jabba. I love it. He's like Ezra. Um, when he first <laughs> when he first uh, pledged, his name was just Jabba, and I, I addressed him as such. And then he he <laughs> replied to one of the messages. He's like, "Well, my name's Daniel." I was like, "Okay, Daniel Jabba." <laughs> so, Daniel, thank you for your support of the show, and we are so glad that you have joined our Patreon family. Yes, yes, thank you, Daniel or Jabba or whichever you are, you know, whatever you want to be called, uh, <laughs> you know. I'm going to go with it, and thank you for you know saving a wounded Wampa. We really appreciate that. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, wampa bandages don't come cheap, you guys. <laughs> no, no. I need a lot of them when you lose an arm. Um, <laughs> well, you know, so you might be asking yourself, what's with this weird episode 300 title of Blue Milk Boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Larians. Um, when Jason and I were decided to do a podcast together nearly seven years ago, we were like, oh, what do we want to call it? And uh, I I don't remember that many names being batted around, but the like kind of the final couple was Wampas Lair and Blue Milk Boys. And I just want to play you guys the little intro Jason recorded for us back then for Blue Milk Boys because it's pretty damn dynamite. So let me just we added some music to it. For you. But yeah. uh, so here you go. Here is the intro to the Blue Milk Boys podcast. Welcome to the Blue Milk Boys podcast. Join us as we discuss all things Star Wars over an ice-cold glass of blue milk. From Akbar to Zuckus, no topic is off-limits. And now, the Blue Milk Boys themselves, Carl LeClaire and Jason Hunt. <laughs> and there you go, folks. The podcast that almost was. Um... <laughs> I think, I, just, I think the Blue Milk Boys would have died out at like 60 episodes. <laughs> I, I think you're probably right. The Wampas Lair can survive. Blue Milk Boys, no, they'd have been in no, trouble. They no. would not have survived the winter. They were <laughs> That's true. The Wampas Lair has become hardy and very capable of surviving all manner of adversity. I mean, we got freezing cold temperatures, rampaging Wampas, the odd stampede of Tauntauns, you know. <laughs> You just, you know, you sign on to do another episode of Blue Milk Boys, and you're just like, I don't, I don't want to be a Blue Milk Boy anymore. <laughs> I just, I'm tired of having this Blue Milk mustache. It's just, it's not yeah. happening. Everybody's like, working. what are you guys, just a Smurfs podcast? It's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> we're not. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm very glad we went with the Wampas Lair. But yeah, that we, I think we, you know, threw around like four or five names, but it came down to those two, and it was like. But when we when we recorded the intros, the decision was obvious. Um, obviously, Blue Milk Boys. So, um, no, I'm kidding. But yeah, yeah I just wanted to call us the Force Cast because I figured it'd help us get more listeners right off the bat because that's another show. <laughs> but uh, Jason's like, no. I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> what if we just call it the Force Casteroo? <laughs> oh dang, so. that's crafty. No. Yeah, yeah. I want to do it. We would Do-ing? not have gotten. Tra- Sorry, oh. go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask, do you remember what ultimately tipped it towards the Wampa's Lair? Do you, do you remember? Was there anything there you're just like, okay, yeah, that's that's the one? I think it was the fact that the Wampa's Lair was going to be a bit more understandable. Like, okay. Blue Milk Boys, a little bit too in-joke. Um, mm-hmm. 
for for what we were trying to do. Wampa was a bit more, you know, broadly speaking, a Star Wars thing than the Blue Milk stuff was. I gotcha. Yeah, I think I think that's what ultimately tipped it. Plus, we had a big influence from the Sarlacc pit, so we we're like, yeah, hey, let's do another. <laughs> we're like, have another you know creature. Podcast be, out yeah, there, to, and, and also which is kind of that. I mean, I've always, I, I mean, I love those guys at the Starlight, but I love Matt and Chris, and uh, they were obviously a huge influence in in starting the show. Um, and of course, like Riley Blanton from Star Wars Report, bringing us into the network so so early was super helpful. And Riley has been a constant coach with helping me with the tech the techie side of podcasting. So um, he deserves a huge thank you. Um, yes, and. Uh, but the thing with, with Matt and Chris in the Sarlacc pit is I was trying to think of, like, other locations. And I know we had something that had to do with, like, Cloud City, too. Because obviously, like, I wanted to do Cloud City something. I don't know. Maybe, like, the Tabana. Bespin Boys. Bespin Boys. Ooh, that would have been fun. <laughs> the Bespin Report. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Riley would have been like, you can't be in our network now. I'm like, son of a. <laughs> son of a Bantha. Um, right? Bantha, but wait. <laughs> Bantha Poodoo. That's what we should have called the show. Because if people are like, I you mean, guys suck, I'm sure we'll be like, yeah. people out there who called our podcast Bantha Poodoo. So, so Jason, like we did do a poll last episode where, where we asked folks to just share some of their favorite things about the show in general. And, and as always, the Larians were very generous in, in their responses. But before you um, hop into those, I just have a really quick question for you. Okay. Actually, more of a statement. (laughs) (laughs) Which is it? It's It's not the north or the south side. (laughs) No, it's not. It's not the east or the west side. No, it's not. It's the dark side. You are correct. (laughs) (laughs) While you beta haters out there, we'll blow your planet up. Um. (laughs) All right. Shall I head over to our our poll responses here? Do it. All right. (laughs) Do it. Um, Well, uh, this isn't so much of a poll because everybody kind of said something different. So we're just kind of going to read through some of the responses here. And, you know, thank you, everyone, for for your kind words uh, in advance. But over on Facebook, Jeffrey Fishbach says, I just love everything about it from the character discussions, film breakdowns and everything in between. I really liked when you played the radio dramas. Bobby Gordon says, all the impressions, but especially Foden Bead. Carl? (laughs) (laughs) I listen to tons of Star Wars podcasts, Bobby continues and says, but I can honestly say that that you guys seem to have the most fun. Well, we better. Um, I mean, you know, we don't like like to not have fun. No, we don't. Exactly. We don't don't come here to have a bad time honestly but no i i completely agree with that that's what draw me drew me to you guys as well is that you know out of listening to tons and tons of star wars podcasts i don't know if you guys know but there's a lot of star wars podcasts i was unaware i thought there was only three others the force cast full of sith and the star wars report are there others (laughs) maybe i I don't know you have to widen those horizons take your first steps into a larger world okay that's fair (laughs) <laughs> but um but I was like wow these guys seem to be having more fun than anyone else out here. <laughs> That's awesome. Well thank you. I mean yeah. I like to think we are but at least it comes across on the podcast. Yeah. Um uh Eliezer Rodriguez says everything bring back the radio dramas. Ooh. Nice plug. It's 
The yeah. Um, Barry Jones says two words, fellas. Katie Horn. Boom. Um, Pshaw. Look at Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Was there was there even a podcast before Katie Horn? I mean, there really wasn't. You know, like whenever I think of Katie Horn, I just have to ask myself. You know. It's Katie's theme song. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> my theme song. Though. It's Katie's theme song. When she walks into the lair, that's what's just blaring. <laughs> Exactly. Every time it makes me laugh. <laughs> it's true, though, because everything makes me laugh. <laughs> exactly. That's why it's your theme song. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I pass out over here. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Kevin Wong, however, says, you guys laugh a good amount, and that makes me chuckle as well. So, you know, there, there you go. Wait, Some are you more- saying... Are you saying every time we make you laugh? Interesting. <laughs> every- Interesting. Every time we make you laugh, you you <laughs> can't help but chuckle. Interesting. Hey. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> Sorry, let's go back to the beginning. Let me do. Yeah. I still got some more, Carl. All right. <laughs> Carl, you can't That's keep hitting me with that song. Okay. My, no my promises. sternum hurts. I'm <laughs> <laughs> watch it watch is oh like the wampus Larry rem- gets sued after our 300th episode by nickelback yeah, so, right. well whatever as long as i get to meet chad kroger i'm fine with it <laughs> i'll just be like hey chad yeah i'll be like i don't sound like that i'll be like you sure just, you do yeah you walk into the courtroom and you know and you're just like oh thank you sir for suing me thank you so much it's so great Shame. to meet you yeah <laughs> I'll be like, every time I look at this suit, yeah, I think I got to meet Chad Kroger, yeah. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even remember how that song became such an in joke. I just remember that you guys used to play it a lot, and every time I would have to like turn off the podcast and sit down, I would be laughing so hard. <laughs> I feel like Nickelback is the one band that captures the feel of the Wampus Lair. You know, like. Powerful rock, great lyrics, and a little bit of aggression. (laughs) Not too much, you know, just enough. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're totally. But definitely defines Jason, at least. (laughs) (laughs) Spirit, yeah, it's your spirit song. It's just you know, if we if we cracked open your head, that song would come like a music box. You know, if we turned your arm like a crank, yeah, that song would come out of you, Jason. And like you know, when a new hope comes on, you're watching with Jason, and like that. The tan of fork comes flying overhead and he just turns and punches you in the face because he's so excited. And you're like, oh, I thought this was I thought this was gonna be a pleasant experience. He's like, This is <laughs> the opening of a new hope is like a punch in the face in the best way possible. Um All right. I'm dizzy. I need a bit. <laughs> all right. Well let me let me read a few more of these before we, you know, send the entire podcast to the emergency room for uh, you know, passing out. Um, Patrick Kotet has uh, the duels and the radio broadcast plus you two talking Star Wars. Well, thanks, Patrick. Um, Philip Liebold says, I love the personal anecdotes and reflections. For me, Star Wars is ultimately about one's subjective reactions to the media, which is why I love listening to your podcast. For example, as much as I adore the OT, I love that your podcast is a place to celebrate and enjoy all eras and media of Star Wars. Excellent, Philip. 
Yeah, Philip's yes. great. Remember when we got? Remember when he and and Stephanie took that, which is his wife. They took us out for coffee at Celebration Anaheim. That was so nice. Surprise. I I have not seen Philip in a while, and He's such I missed good. him at Phoenix Comic Con uh, this year, and I'm I'm sad about that. Um, you know what you could always Aww, do though is Chicago. you could just you know <laughs> grab a photograph of him. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm about ready. To, like throw my Dr Pepper through the Skype machine at you, Carl. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Jason. I had just caught my. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I just Blame Philip. Dang it, Philip. I've got Twitter responses if you want those. That's please. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Katie is about to die over there. Um, <laughs> on, tw- on Twitter, at Porgbach, who is Jeffrey Fishbach, who <laughs> sent in us a Facebook response, says, I know I love to reply on Facebook, but I'd like to leave one here, too. I have to agree with Neil all of it. Uh, plus, it was you guys inspired me to want to do my own Star Wars podcast. At Wampus Lair was the first Star Wars podcast I listened to, and still my favorite. Well, thank you, at uh. Porkbuck. And speaking of the uh, aforementioned Neil Lowry, at Lowry Neil simply gave us a gif of Han Solo saying, all of it. Um, <laughs> so, there you go. Um, at Jim C. Capron says, your Stardust episode was my favorite because I had a blast talking to you guys about Jin Erso. Yes, Jim was on us on the podcast uh, with us for that episode. Um, it was a fantastic I, episode. Oh, it almost was. As, I, I, almost as good as the mall episode oh. that Katie was on. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember the Jin Erso Stardust discussion. That was oh, that was one of my favorites. That was it was really good. Jim, and, you were amazing. <laughs> yeah, and this is like, again, like I know, I think I've I said this not too long ago, but we've been so fortunate, Jason, doing this show for as long as we have because we've met so many amazing people through it, um, both in person as and obviously the majority, you know, through the online community. Um, but and it, it's just a constant reminder of how. Like all of you, we're just Star Wars fans, and like all of you, or and like just like we obviously, like I'd like to think we do have some good insights about Star Wars. Um, if, you know, three hundred episodes worth of them, and they're not probably all great insights, um, <laughs> but so do all of you, and that's the great thing about this. And and you know that was kind of the purpose of why we started that whole that whole pledge level on Patreon was so we could you know try to get some more of you to to be empowered if you don't have time to do a regular show to at least be on this and. Jim was the first to do it and just blew me away nope. with his. No, nope. Katie was first. Oh, she was? Whoops. Oh, crap, Katie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Katie. That's right. You were the first. Son of a gun. <laughs> That's all right. Sorry, Jim. Yeah, we. Oh, nuts. Jim's probably like, why am I not on the show more regularly? So, Jim just unsubscribed, <laughs> I... unfollowed, and, de- un- and deleted. <laughs> yeah, fun fact I pushed Jim out of the way and yeah. then kicked down the door. Hello, Carl and Jason. I'm here. <laughs> And then no, thought, ignore ignore that man yeah. screaming in the hall. Ignore him. <laughs> Nickelback came on really loud, and she just stole just stole me. So, oh my gosh! But no, yeah, Jim and like I love following Jim on Twitter, just like you, Katie, and like and like so many people on on Twitter. But I do really want to like Jim has such a incredibly deep understanding of Star Wars and. His way of articulating that is just incredible. I, I, I love when someone else just makes me think about something that I never would have thought of. And that's the, you know, like going back to what Philip said, you know, with the, the immense amount of subjectivity, right? Star Wars is art. All art is, sub, you know, is subjective. 
Um, yeah. You know, that's why you can never say such and such is the best. No, you really can't say that because the best is a personal preference. Um, and the thing I love about so many of the folks that listen to the show is for them, the best means so many different things. And they're so respectful of everyone else's best and so open to listening to why somebody else loves it. Um, I know for a fact that a lot of people have come around to that balcony scene, Revenge of the Sith, because of how much love we've given it. And, <laughs> yes. You know, and I think people genuinely respect people that have well thought out responses to things, right? Like um, there are things from Last Jedi that I really struggled to to come around to. And just listening to, you know, folks that listen to the show, listening to friends, listening to you, Katie, like people continue to unpack it. that have such a deep love and appreciation for it. It hits them in a way that it didn't hit me. So I can appreciate it more because I learned from someone who did get hit right, if that makes sense. Yeah, yes. no, I, I totally get that. Because when when uh, when a piece of art or a piece of Star Wars touches someone and and they feel like they understand it and it, it's it's like it's resonating for them, I want to see it the way they see it. And and so many of the people that have reached out to us, you know, reached out to me on Twitter, reached out to the show, to the the Wampus Lair Facebook, and left their comments there. I I can see things in a way I didn't see them before, and it and it really opens my eyes and becomes more beautiful. It it's a wonderful 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 experience you know hearing from all of you yeah Yeah. you know and i I tried to make a few notes and i literally made very few notes um but kind of what we wanted to do with this episode and and i apologize that obviously in some ways it is a bit i don't want to say self-serving but it is obviously um, Mm self-reflective which i think is worth doing at a milestone uh place like this um but you know i really wanted to try to think about okay well after doing 300 episodes and we've done over 300 to be honest because we've done other little things along the way too um but even doing 300 episodes of a star wars podcast how has it affected our view and of star wars in general and, and our fandom maybe more in particular and i know one of the things that i feel so you know lucky to be able to do is that anytime i have like a what I think is a good thought or cool, interesting perspective <laughs> on Star Wars, I can throw that on Twitter. I can throw it up on Facebook. I can talk about it on the show and get feedback. Like, and obviously, like this is you know the internet is a wonderful thing for this. Um, is the ability to immediately be able to share that with the community and get other people's perspectives, and you know, it's 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 so great that we're able to do this. That. Anytime, like, I'm watching a Star Wars movie and I'm like, oh my gosh, this would make a great podcast. And I'm like, well, great. Good thing I have one. Um, (laughs) And I, like, text Jason and I'm like, let's do this. And he's like, okay. And then I'm like, Katie, let's do it. And she's like, no, we're going to do this. I'm like, okay. Um, I'm just just kidding. (laughs) No, I have the best ideas. (laughs) Yes, you do. There we go. (laughs) That that is not untrue. Um, (laughs) Jim Jim did have a little bit else uh, more to say, though. Oh, sorry, Jim. Um, he says, in general, though, I like how you guys approach topics from different perspectives because it makes the discussions even more well-rounded and insightful while still staying positive. Yeah, that's another big thing we try to do here on the show is to stay positive. Stay positive. Even even when we disagree on things or don't particularly like certain aspects of movies or, or you know books or whatever, uh, we, we definitely do our best to remain positive because yeah. someone else might love what we don't. So – Right. Yeah. Unless every Star Wars character is someone's favorite Star Wars character, you know? So I, I would never want to try to take away someone's joy. Yeah. And if, if <laughs> yeah. your favorite Star Wars character is Malakili, we need to talk. <laughs> and you need to be on the show. Because <laughs> yep. everybody loves Malakili. 
but I don't know that anyone has him as their favorite character. So that is my challenge to you. If you're listening and you're like, that's my favorite character, you you need to be on the show. <laughs> Everybody Carl has has threatened to cosplay as Malakili a couple of times. Yeah, uh, I have. I like, and, and then I get full really easy at dinner. I'm like, I'm never going to get there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have two more Twitter responses if you want me to yeah, get through do those. It. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll run through these real quick and then we can move on. Um, at Balls in Play says, I uh, just wanted to say congrats on 300 episodes. I'll always be thankful for how each of you influenced my podcast in so many ways. Your evergreen topical format is the best. We know. Um, (laughs) My favorite episode was the mall episode. Katie's been a great addition to the Wampus Lair and such natural rapport. Um, And then at Jedi Jack 13, our buddy Jackson says, my favorite parts of the Wampus Lair are the top five episodes and matchups when Carl and Jason do the photon bead. Carl. (laughs) And when Carl says, yeah, or know what I'm saying. Um, I don't know what you're saying, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, really, no idea what you're talking about. I also really liked it when Jason said Obi-Wan Kenobi like the Swedish chef. Well, Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi. And the Swedish chef. Um, anyway. There you go. You know, I have I have noticed, and, and obviously there there were more uh, of these comments even on, on Facebook too, and I know we'll hit some of those in a little bit, but um, a lot of people were talking about we've, – we've run through the radio dramas twice, the entire series twice now over the, you know, over the years we've done the show. And a lot of people pointed that out, which is funny because we haven't, we haven't had that in like two years at least. It's been a while. And I've been actually just been re-listening to them myself. I just finished The Empire Strikes Back this morning on my way to work. And I, I love A New Hope and Empire. Return of the Jedi is fine. It's, it's nothing special in my opinion. Mainly because um, – and I've actually been doing a lot of research on this because, uh, spoiler alert, Scott Riefen is going to be on in, in probably next month and we're going to really break down the radio dramas. Um, yeah. And I know a lot of folks love Scott Riefen because how can you yeah. not? He's, he's the bomb. And, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, starting next episode, so episode 301, we'll, we'll go back to episode one of the uh, – um, a new hope radio drama and start playing one of those at the end of every episode. So yeah. be prepared to see cool. longer run times, but that doesn't mean we're just talking the whole time. Um, right. <laughs> oh, maybe you won't be talking the whole time, but <laughs> be pl- the radio dramas will be playing and Katie will just still be quietly talking in the background. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. What are they talking about right now? <laughs> um, so, Is that Katie Horn? Yeah, it's always yes, Katie it Horn. Yeah. It's always Katie. Um, <laughs> now, Jason, I I really wanted to play this clip of something, um, which it's about a minute long. So please bear with. Oh God, me. is it Nickelback? It's not oh Nickelback. It oh. is, but it is. It's my favorite singer and songwriter, Rob Thomas, who is this. He he's the lead singer of Matchbox Twenty, which was my favorite band all through high school and college, and I love them. And the funny thing about Matchbox Twenty is they're just you know another '90s rock band. If you don't know who Matchbox Twenty is, it's probably because you're either too young or you hated them, and oh, I'm sorry for you because they're amazing. Um, but the thing I love about Rob Thomas is the man is a, extremely um, self-reflective, and he he has like a very incredible. I mean, he's a songwriter, but he has a very incredible way of articulating himself. 
And I just randomly watched this interview from 2012 the other night at work. I was bored. Um, well, actually, I was just exhausted and I needed a quick break. Um, and for some random reason, I watched this interview with Rob Thomas and he talks about what their band means to other people. And it made me really think a lot about our show. And like Katie, like you said, there are hundreds of Star Wars podcasts and they're all amazing. I mean, the ones yeah. I've listened to, I've listened to so many. And I've, uh, I've heard a few that are not good. Some because <laughs> of like audio quality was really bad and some because the content was the hosts were terrible but uh um that's good i mean that goes without saying we're like, not naming names no <laughs> and and and, I, and i'm not trying to like disparage anyone but i'm sure there's people that think that about us and that's fine um but what i really like about rob thomas is how he breaks down how he understood matchbox 20's success and and it just made me think a lot about our podcast and what it means in the star wars podcasting world so i'm just going to play this clip really quick it's not very long i mean i think you know, going going through this, like if all you got to do is just watch a whole lot of watch a whole lot of rock documentaries about the biggest bands in the face of the earth. And I don't just mean success wise; I mean the ones that changed generations. The one that you know, the the when Nirvana came out. Like I remember where I was when I first heard that. When Zeppelin came out, you know, when the Stones would come out. Like you could see that there are certain people that and what they do. Like I feel like what I'm what I do is is I'm and I, I'm there and I write songs about people and they're, they're going to relate to individuals and people are going to like it you know and but there are some people that are there to change the cultural zeitgeist there are some people that are there to just shake up the entire system and the way that people listen to music or experience music and I realized you know somewhere around the end of the first record that we're we're, we're not that band you know what I mean I think that we're a band that that means a lot to a lot of people and I think that we're a really fortunate band but I just think that. You know, for some bands, and we could we could get to Kanye big. I mean, you know, we could play nothing but stadiums, and but it doesn't necessarily mean you're that band. Do you know? Yeah. So I just I really loved I, I love Rob Thomas. I just again I think he's he's an incredibly insightful dude, um, and I love like he said. You know, I mean, their first album went like triple platinum or whatever. You know, it's their famous song "Push" three a.m. That was all big, and like it came out mm. in '96, um, and. Uh, you know, like I just love that he's able to understand that. You know, I realized after that, like we're not going to be one of these bands that changes the world, but we're going to mean a lot to a lot of people, and that's a good thing. That's one heck of an accomplishment, and I feel like that's kind of what we are in the Wampas Lair. Um, is like I don't think that we've changed the podcasting world. I don't think we've changed the Star Wars podcasting world. And I don't say that to diminish us, but I think we do mean a lot to a lot of people, and we've built one heck of a community and that's something yeah. to be proud of um and i just i felt like his words rang true for me because it's like yeah like we're and, and again i'm not saying this to disparage any other podcast but we're not full of sith you know we're not rebel force radio or the force cast that launched it all like these were shows that came in out of nowhere and kind of really just shook things up um and and that's amazing uh but you know like we've always been honest about like so much of the show was really kind of just built. a couple of fanboys talking Star Wars. Yeah, and we really built that. We built the framework off of Sarlacc Pit, you know. And um, I mean, they deserve credit for being kind of, you know, one of the earliest podcasts that was just ultimately talking about evergreen topics, you know, like topics <laughs> that don't grow old. Like, yeah, they always do news at the top of the show, but they always have these topics. You know, I, I still sometimes go back and listen to some of the early episodes from like 2009. And they're still great. Like, I'll fast forward through the new stuff, but, um, you know, I, I love that evergreen topic. And, and, like, Full of Sith obviously does that as well. And, and, you know, they've got Brian Young, who is just, I mean, his mind for Star Wars is 
unmatched in my opinion you know um and you've got people like david collins doing shows now like these are guys that just have the type of mind for star wars that few do and i don't say that to to put anyone else down um but some people are just really gifted, you know, <laughs> yeah. with their way of, of, of thinking about things. Also, just knowing how to get those thoughts out so that they're, you know, well, well fed. You know, you know, I'll look at a Brian Young tweet and he'll have 325 likes. I'll look at one of our good ones. Well, oh, right. 20, um, you know, and that's yeah, and that's yeah. fine. Um, I know that feel. Yep. And it's and it's <laughs> I mean, and, it, and it's not to put us down or anything like that. But just I just think some people are very gifted with the type of insights they they do have. And, you know, somebody like Brian is, is fortunate enough to have a great podcast and he's got a great cast around him and Holly and Mike. Um, and, and but like, again, to be fair, I've heard so many incredibly insightful things from just folks that listen to our show too, like Jim, like you, Katie, like so many people like Neil Lowry. You know, there's so many people, Patrick, Patrick Rainier. We got to give him a shout out because Patrick sends us an email almost after every episode. Yeah. And he's always got some great insight as to things we said. And Patrick's really young and I, and I love his kind of young perspective. And I don't say young as an immature. I just mean young because he's literally a younger guy, but he's got a great perspective for Star Wars. And um, again, it just goes back to the, how fortunate we are that we get to interact with people with such great minds for Star Wars. And I love that we're able to create content that you know lots of people can just really enjoy, even if we're not going to change their worldview about Star Wars in a big monumental way. You know, um, and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I yeah. tell I tell myself that at night. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you know I'll just like pick up something. No, my eyes are so red during it. Someone needs to take that mixing board away from Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you slap it out of your hand? <laughs> yeah. If Jason was here right now, I'd definitely get a new hope to the face. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, you probably would. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I, I, I like that. I like that quote because I, I think you're right. At, at least from our perspective, Carl, you know, we're, we're not going to go out there and completely transform the star Wars podcasting community. We're not going to you know completely shake it all up and, and be some sort of ground shaking earth shattering <laughs> thing. You know, it, it's not going to be our, our MO. We're too low key. We're too, you know, laid back too fun uh, to 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 even attempt to do that, um, but that's fine because we have our niche. We have our our the way we like doing things. We, we're we want to be that place where everybody can just come in, sit down, and talk the wars, you know. And that's what I love about this. And you know, it's not gonna you know completely transform the podcasting community, but it's gonna be a fun place that people like to hang out every so often. So yeah. you know what it is. You know what it is. Where so there's like the big podcasts are like the Luke Skywalkers and they're out there transforming the world and we're like R two and three PO hanging back and there's people out there that their favorite is R two and three PO right you know I mean, there's somebody yeah. on this podcast right now I mean Carl uh, exactly no. <laughs> yeah me I like Malakili more than them so no. I'm just kidding I don't but. <laughs> then again, then again, R two and three PO. They, you know, I don't want to. They're they're war heroes, both of them. They they do a lot. Maybe we're more like the Dex's diner. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. We're, we're, what, what does that mean? It means I'm in charge here. 
Oh, oh my goodness. I can't do an R2 whistle. Can you do an R2 I, whistle, Jason? No, not really. Doo, doo, doo. I can I can imitate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you as, go. <laughs> R2 as I can get. Um, <laughs> but um, what do we got next? Because I know we got a couple of emails, that, but we might want to save those for a little bit later. Um, what do we want to hit up next here? Well, I kind of wanted to ask you, you know, we've been talking about, um, you know, how great it is to, to be able to reach out to people and have all of these, you know, different social medias where we can, you know, host the conversation. What was it like when you guys first started like seven years ago? These platforms weren't really available, were they? What was the what was the fandom like? You know, well, like, fi- yeah, was was still pretty mm-hmm. Integral, and so for the longest time, Facebook was our, our headquarters on social media uh, because that's where a lot of the discussion happened, mm-hmm. and it was hard to get to generate um, interactions at first. But we were helped out by some of our friends, our podcasting friends, who started listening to the show, and so they they would comment and you know kind of get the the conversation going on social media. So when we would you know, ask for, you know, matchup responses and things like that. Uh, we, we had episodes where, you know, we had like five responses, you know, that was it. And yeah. that was, you know, I remember those days and we're like, man, I really hope we start getting more because <laughs> this is slim pickings. Um, <laughs> you know, and sometimes it was a total of five with just, you know, including Carl and I. So, um, oh, wow. Yeah, that's great, though. Like but, uh, I would have been jazzed about five. I'd be like five. Oh my gosh! There's two of us. <laughs> we just doubled. <laughs> I mean, it was great because we were getting conversation and getting responses because we kind of really banked on it without having any proof that that was going to work. Wow. So like we're like, well, we want to. Basically, we're like, we need to have a hook to have people come back for next episode. Yeah. Let's do a matchup. And get them to come back and find out who won. Yeah, because we weren't Next confident episode. enough that our content was good enough. So we're like, well, at least we'll get them with this little gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> right, they're exactly. not gonna care. Yeah, they're not going to care about co- – who cares about yeah. conversations? We knew they were turning it off right after <laughs> the matchup results. So. Yeah, right, yes. <laughs> um, but to be fair, I remember like when we started that concept, it came out of um, – it was an idea to do an episode actually. I oh and this oh my gosh like one of the things I literally when I when I saw Solo the very first time I was sitting next to my friend Greg when she says when L three goes whoa what was what was what was that <laughs> Terrace Cossie I like lost my freaking mind I was so excited cause I loved that video game I never <laughs> I never even owned it I would just play it at my cousin's I loved it because it was you know it came out when Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter were you know really on the rise. And now we got this Star Wars game where you could play Han Solo and actually beat up Darth Vader, like unlike at Cloud oh. City. And it was amazing. And I loved Masters of Terrace Cassie. It was one of my favorite games. And it was I think it was on PlayStation One. Um and yeah, so. uh maybe other systems as well, but that's the one I remember playing it on. And I just thought, like, oh my gosh, that would be such a great topic. You know, like let's t- let's J- I was like, Jason, let's pick a few characters that we'd love to see fight each other and go. And Jason's like, what if we just did that as like a like an every week segment like and i was like that's a way better idea yes <laughs> um and uh and like that's where the ideas of matchups came from is you know basically just uh, spitballing the idea from masters of terrace may that game forever be loved 
Um, that was I think I was, we started that about like three or four episodes yeah, in. Yeah, it was early. Match. It was really, really early because I remember one of the first ones I thought of, and we have done it. We we did do this matchup again not too long ago, but again, it was like six years apart. But the one I always thought of was that scene in Attack of the Clones when Mace Windu comes out and draws down on Jango and goes to, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's standing there nose to nose with Dooku. I'm like, holy crap, who would win that fight? And that's kind of, that was the first, that was the first duel I really want. And like Jason said, I think we had like four responses. But, <laughs> right. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Dooku won the first time, but I, th- and I think he won the second time too. I'm trying to remember. Um, We're doing no, for round th- three. We got to do, do round three. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Mace won the first one, actually. Okay. Uh, but and I'm then, almost positive Dooku won not, not too long ago when we did it. Yeah, yeah, he did. No, um, he did. But yeah. As, and, as he should have. Yes. And, and, and we've, <laughs> you know, we've picked up this, you know, we picked up the slack these last two years without having the This Is Madness tournament on StarWars.com. So, and we, we ran our own these last two years, which were a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah they, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I've only, I've only just like voted in them, you know, <laughs> and just voting in them. I think is a lot of fun. I love those. I, just, I remember going to work every morning and like putting those together, and I'm like, this is so much better than my actual job. And like, I like my job. <laughs> I, I really like my job. I'm very fortunate. I do really like, enjoy what I do for a living. But I was like, still though, like if I could just get paid to keep doing this all day, I would. And then maybe like the occasional students, like, tell me about God. I'll be like, all right, hold on a minute. I'm busy. Uh, hang on. I'm busy pitting Cad Bane against Embo, and I always know who's going to win this stinking fight. And it's <laughs> stupid because people pick Cad Bane. It's dumb. Um, no. But let's talk about sin now because that's a sin, you know. <laughs> um, but, uh, oh my gosh, that's perfect. Yeah, there you go. I hope that answers your question. Oh man. Okay. Wait. This seems. Uh, this seems appropriate. Let's see now. Okay. I know the answer to this, and some of the people listening might not know the might know the answer, but I feel like a lot of people don't. What was episode one even about? You guys are sitting down, to record for the very first time. What are you guys talking about in the Chili Wampas lair? Nickelback. Uh... Nickelback. <laughs> yeah. How how good would it have been if Nickelback had a cameo in Revenge of the Sith? Um, no. Like you know, in sync. You know, no, no, no. Ninety, we, min- 90 I mean, minutes. Of obviously, like talk. something Jason and I both really loved. The Sarlacc Pit did was they did these top five shows, and we're like, this is so perfect. This is a great way to start. So we did top five OT elements. Although yeah, o- OT moments, top yeah, OT. top five OT moments, and episode two was top five PT moments. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, yeah, like you just got to go for something real fun right off the bat. And yeah, it was something fun and easily accessible to anybody. So we're like, let's just kind of get something out there. Cause we, you know, not only did we want to get something that, you know, anybody could kind of jump in and have fun with, but we also wanted to have something, uh, where people could start getting to know us. Yeah. Um, and, I'm trying and to remember, I, I remember yeah. if I put the torture scene in there. Cause it was like episode <laughs> one. I'm like, I want people to think I'm like a masochist, but I might've made it an yeah. honorable mention, but <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember the 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 torture scene did come in fairly early, but I don't think it was that early. Okay, Um, thank God. I probably was like, (laughs) I probably wrote it in my notebook, and then I was like, wait a minute, I don't even know Jason well enough yet. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I don't know if I could share this part of me with him yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this would be about as bad as going with Blue Milk Boys. So, welcome to Blue Milk Boys. I love the torture scene. (laughs) You know. (laughs) 
<laughs> this oh is when God. Jason starts going, I've got a bad feeling about this. Um, uh, don't sense anything. All of your like first viewers are all like five stars. Blue Milk Boys, Torches, five star yeah. review. These guys are dark. I like it. It's like Christopher right, right. Nolan's podcast about Star Wars. <laughs> so. Right, exactly. And then all of a sudden, Jason starts going, oh, boy, boy, I love you. And they're like, worst podcast ever. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Hello, <Wait>. boyos. <laughs> when did Count Dooku get here? <laughs> he, heard, he heard we were going to do round three of his matchups. Yeah. <laughs> we should, we should talk about all the failed things we've done over the years. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um, no, like right, like anything, any any yeah. sort of any, anybody out there who's creative knows that when you when you are faithful to something in a creative process over a long time, I and mean, you know you're gonna always try new things that don't work. And remember, Jason, we tried video casts for a little while there. We posted to we started a YouTube channel. We would basically just record ourselves on Skype talking about topics that we would essentially condense into like fifteen to twenty minutes. Um, those didn't huh. last very long. Um, I think we had like five or six that ended up on the the iTunes feed. Yeah. Um, I think I'm more than choking. I think there's, I think there's an error with the first one so. now because I don't think it's able to be downloaded anymore. But yeah, <laughs> no, like they, they they were they were fun, but like we didn't have the the technology to really make that kind of thing work. Right. Um, and it was just you well, know. How- I remember but, when I finally bought like a decent – like the first decent mic I bought was the, the Yeti um, by, by Blue, the, the microphone company Blue. They, made a, they make a USB mic, the Yeti. I'm like, oh, this thing's going to be great. And I remember I used that thing for a solid year talking into the wrong part of it. And like, because I remember one time, oh yeah, how stupid am I? Um, oh and I remember one time I was just like, I was listening, like, I'll, I'll usually just like listen just for a couple minutes to every episode I put out just to make sure everything sounds okay. And I'll fast, you know, I'll fast forward throughout just to make sure everything's consistent. And I'm, I was listening to it one time and I'm like, man, why do I sound so darn tinny? So I finally hopped on the internet and I'm like, you know, how to get the best sound out of your blue Yeti. And the first thing it shows you how to set it up. I'm like, I don't talk into that part. <laughs> Oh no! Oh my God. And now like, you have me all paranoid. I'm like, am I talking to the right person? I'm like, I don't know. No, you, you, say, you sound great. You yeah, sound you do. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just it's it's so funny that like you know it, it's just it's but I love to like but it, it's been such a fun learning process too. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, like it's fun like when you try things that that don't work. Um, mm-hmm. you the know, greatest teacher failure is yeah. It yeah. Was, remember like it, and I think. And I think what we've learned from some of these things is sometimes we just tried to overextend ourselves or we tried to yeah. process things too much. Right? Remember, for a while there, you would introduce the show in a character voice, right? Um, uh, yeah, when you used to I do did. That. I did. Um, that was- and it, like, it just became taxing, though, because then it's like thinking about, all right, well, who am I going to do? Okay, i got to make sure I've got the impression mm-hmm. right. And I think what those failures taught us is just like, well, just, let's just be ourselves. Let's just streamline the things that we know work. Um, yeah. And, oh man, I had forgotten that I that yeah. I did that. Yeah, that was like that was the first year, right? That was yeah, it was still maybe, year one, I think. Probably, yeah. And you know, we man. were also very intentional about trying to get other people that had shows to record little intros, right? That we'd throw at the beginning of the show. Like this is, you know, this is Riley Blanton from the Star Wars Report, and you're listening to the Wampuser. We had, you know, Lord Bruticus. You know, uh, um, oh my gosh, Joe Mignano. Joe Mignano, right? Like you know, and he would always do really fun stuff and. Um, yeah, and, and, and that was the thing in the early days. Uh, Facebook was pretty much the only form of social media. I don't know if Twitter existed then. It probably did. But it, 
it did, okay. but it wasn't nearly yeah, as Yeah, it wasn't what it is now. Ago, yeah. But we would, whenever we'd post an episode, I'd always make sure to share it to the Starlack Pit Facebook page, to the Star Wars Report, and the Dark Empire face, uh, Facebook page, because they had so much more audience than we did that mm. it really helped build our audience. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. We don't do that anymore. Uh, I mean, there's always cross-promotion on Twitter, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, being being part of a the Star Wars Report network is great because there's so many great shows and, and great folks in the network. Um, but those early days, like you always did that. And whenever the Star Wars Report, when we finally were a little bit established, whenever they'd you know record something, we'd be sure to post it as well just to, to make sure that folks that listen to us also are aware of that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it took a while to build something. Um, and, yeah. But, it, but it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, that's good. Got any more questions for us, Katie? Um, I have a question. It's a pretty, it's pretty hot button, I think, uh, topic. Um, I know that you guys are, you're, you're both going to want to answer. So I think I start with Jason. Okay. Okay. Start with Jason. Throwing it to you first, Carl. You'll get your turn. Shutting up, sir. Calm down. Calm down, <laughs> Carl. Carl. Uh, Katie. <laughs> All right. It's tearing up my heart when I'm with you, but when we are apart, <laughs> Sorry, that's just how I'm feeling right now. Um, <laughs> I told you, told you, calm down. Right, sorry. Calm down, Carl. Shutting up, sir. She's trying to ask me a question. Okay. Yes, it's like you know now. Now that I'm on the podcast, I'm going to destroy the podcast <laughs> with these divisive questions. <laughs> I will be amazed if you guys are still friends after these Love questions. It. Honestly, I, all right. Can't okay. Wait, can't wait to be. Enemies. All right, Jason. You ready? Okay. Do you want to buy some death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. Carl, what about you? You want to buy some death sticks? Absolutely. Yeah, yep. that, 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 no, that's how it's done. <laughs> how much? Yeah. I heard there's a BOGO going on right now. So. <laughs> that tells you just about everything you need to know about Carl. I think. I heard they take me places. Like I could get to Dagobah on them. So yes, <laughs> you're probably not wrong. <laughs> um, uh, great yeah. question. So Thank great. You. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I am, and and, and uh, this question is actually for both of you because, like, yeah. uh, even like Katie, I know, like you've we've just kind of formally brought you officially in, like in the last month or so. But yeah, but you've been very like, uh, like popular on Twitter. Like you, you oh, thanks. And, and, I mean, it's true. You've built up quite the following there because you have such great insight, and you're and you're very you're very fun and funny, and like you're fun to interact with. And obviously, Jason she talks all the time. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she knows all the names of the birds. Um, she used to lay out on the sand to let the sun dryer. Um, but you know what, Katie? I don't like sand. It's coarse, it's well, rough, and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> um, but what is it like? Um, you know, what do you think now having some level of, of community interacting with you? Mm. And. And I don't want to put this word into your mouth, too. So part one is, do you feel in some way an obligation to making sure that you're always saying something new about Star Wars? Mm. And secondly, 
how does that affect the way you now view Star Wars? Like when you sit down to watch Star Wars, do you feel like it's sometimes a different experience knowing that you have an audience that is curious about how you take what you take away from that from that viewing? Um, uh, I don't think I, I feel obligated. No, I do. You know, because I'll do these like live tweets on, on, on Twitter when I sit down to watch a Star Wars movie and I'll say like funny things and make jokes and, you know, post like my thoughts about the movie. Um, sometimes when I sit down, I, I do feel that that initial like panic, like, oh, no, what if I'm not funny today? Mm. But then I'll get about 10 minutes into the movie and be all like, oh, wait, no, I'm hilarious. Nah. <laughs> no, I'm funny. <laughs> you know, I, I do, I do feel that sense of, oh no, I've, I've built up, um, you know, I, I said, I've told everybody, Hey, I'm going to live tweet. The jokes are coming. And then I'm like, oh no, but what if I don't think of anything funny? I do, I guess in that sense obligation, but I, I never feel obligated to say something new or, or to come up with something, you know, insightful. I just, I don't know. I just say what I want. Basically, if I think it, I post it on Twitter. I, I try not to think about it too hard because that's when, you know, ego gets in the way. That's when mm. um, uh, stress and anxiety get in the way. It If it gets in the way of me hitting the, the send button on, on Twitter specifically, then then I don't I just don't want to think about it. I just want to post it and have fun. You know, I use Twitter very much as like that outlet. Um, there are people who like, you know, maintain their Twitter and they want to stay on brand. You know, they're they're always thinking about what they're posting, but that's just not how I use the platform. I use it as a as an outlet. Um, when I come here, I guess I, I am more. I'm all like, I, I do think harder about what I want to say, and you know, we 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 come up with these topics. Um, I know, like uh, last week when we were going to talk about what it means to force train, and I was like, oh, I have things I want to say about the heroine's journey, so I have to sit down and actually kind of organize my thoughts. But I never feel like obligated to do that it's just sure. something i really want to do <laughs> yeah 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 what about you jason um and thank you katie oh yeah absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I i i'm kind of on two of two minds about this um i in a sense i feel not necessarily an obligation but a almost a responsibility to not necessarily say something new but to say something to keep the conversation going, something that, you know, either has been said but in a different way or something, you know, give something a slightly different twist, maybe say something new, uh, but something to, you know, for our, for our listeners to keep the, keep the conversation going, something that, mm-hmm. that they'll take with them to spread elsewhere. You know, I, I kind of, on the one hand, I feel like I want to do that, and, I, and I, I feel the need to do that sometimes. And and I will go and seek out, you know, different things um, in order to stay informed so I can make more educated opinions. Um, you know, like, I, I'm, I'm so glad I've signed up for the Audible thing because I'm finally being able to start catching up on some of these novels that oh, I've yeah. missed. Um, Lost Stars, amazing. Like, probably best new canon novel out there um <laughs> finished listening to that one in 48 hours um yeah. like it was really good so um <laughs> but uh so i more actively pursue a a wider breadth of knowledge mm. in order to to try and maintain the uh ability to to have the kind of conversations that we have on this show mm. but then when it you know 
when it comes down to it and we're sitting down to actually do the recording, I've got my, my ideas, my thoughts kind of, you know, lined up and everything, but we sit down, we record, and then I just want to talk with Carl (laughs) and Katie (laughs) yeah, and just have fun. Mm -hmm. So I've already kind of, you know, pre-gamed the, the, the conversation a little bit, but then once we actually, you know, get to the, the, the podcast itself, the prep is kind of just marinated enough back there. I don't have to worry about it. And it just comes out in the natural flow of the conversation. Because at that point, I just want to have fun. I'm talking with my best buddy, Carl, about Star Wars. <laughs> my best buddy, Katie, about Star Wars. And, and that's the exciting and the fun thing. And so when I'm, when I'm away from the mic, I feel a bit of more you know, the responsibility and the, the desire to, to try and have the, the knowledge base and the, 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 the thoughts to keep conversations going and to, to maintain the kind of level and the conversation that we've been able to develop here on the show. But when it comes to actually, actually recording, whatever. I just want to talk Star Wars. So. <laughs> That's fair. I don't, I don't blame you. That is, oh gosh, that is, uh, uh, that is so much of what I love about this show and what I love about talking with you guys. Um, it, it's kind of what I was saying earlier where you guys just seem to be having more fun than everybody else. <laughs> Oh, where, um, of course, I I love thoughtful podcasts. You guys are very thoughtful. And some podcasts organize themselves like, uh, like almost like essays They're you know, they're going through and really digging into things. And of course, you guys do that sometimes, but it there's an ease to, to, I don't know, to your conversations and to you really do just seem like buddies sitting down and talking. And that's what made me want to be part of the conversation (laughs) is to come in. Yeah. And and just to <laughs> throw this out there, that's something that developed over years. Yeah, you know, it yeah. was it was not that easy at first. <laughs> you know, I remember you know the, there were lots of awkward pauses Aww. and like <laughs> weird, uh, you know, trains of thought that didn't quite connect early on. You know, it was it was one of those awkward things, and it was it was so much fun to work our way through that. But at this point now, like. Carl is probably reading my mind and can tell you the next sentence coming out of my mouth. But um, I love Jar Jar Binks. That's very true. (laughs) (laughs) You were little younglings. That's Uh, that's uh, nice. Uh. But but yeah, so that that has the ability to just ease our way into a deep conversation on Star Mm -hmm. Wars built up over years of talking with each other about this stuff. And so you know, we don't just roll out of bed and have a really deep conversation about Luke Skywalker and being the chosen one or not. You know, that's that's not something that just, you know, we roll out of bed doing um, normally. But since we've been talking about Star Wars for so long together, we can do that. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You I, know, I, well, yeah. I, I, do you remember for the first probably at least two years, maybe even three years, we would play music the entire show yes and i oh hated gosh. putting that i mean i liked it at first because again that was something starlack pit used to do they would have star wars music playing constantly underneath <clears throat> underneath the entire episode i loved that so we did that as well for the first couple of years and i've never just, heard any of those that's crazy very early those are, ones. that's ancient yeah. history like wow. and oh, yeah. uh you'd have to dig it up with your photographs um so <laughs> You know, like, but I hated putting those together because I would have to go through and like drag every song in and just uh, like we would record for like an hour and a half and then it would take me like another 40 minutes to do that. 
Um, and I really didn't like doing it. And I remember I asked Chris, Chris Smith one time, I was like, you know, is there a quicker way to do it? And Chris told me, he's like, well, he goes, I actually have like a playlist of the stuff that I just drag in. I'm like, oh, I could do that. Um, but I remember some people were like, we got some iTunes reviews saying they're like, the show's great, but like sometimes the music gets a little too loud. Um, right. And it, and, it, and it overtakes the conversation. And I remember Riley say that a lot. He's like, Carl, like, I, I think you guys are doing great stuff. He's like, you really should rethink doing the music. Um, <laughs> and eventually I was like, you know what? That's a great idea because it takes forever anyway. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't think you need it. Right. Like it's a podcast. It's a conversation piece. You don't need the music yeah. constantly. Um, and and I, I know some shows like Scott Riefen still does it with my Star Wars story. He always has music going in the background. And I remember early on, sometimes it would, it would like, I remember being like, come on, Scott, you don't need it right here. It's like overtaking the conversation. But, you know, he, he also heard a lot of the similar critiques, but he decided to keep it. He just, but he did turn it down a lot. Um, so it is yeah. very, very subtle now. You almost don't notice it, but, but he always wanted that there. And it was part of his vision to like inform the show. And I think it's perfect there. Um, yeah, but I just don't, you know, I, after a while, we're like, you know, we don't need this anymore. And, uh, I was nervous at first. Cause like, I feel like a lot of people are going to get annoyed or say something's missing, but not once did we hear anybody complain. <laughs> no, um, no, we had no complaints when we dropped it, you know? And um, I loved having those 45 minutes back every night when we finished recording. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, sure you did. so, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I know we, we spent like two or three weeks going back and forth as to whether or not we were going to cut that out. Um, cause it was like, well, on the one hand we like it because we like having all the music and the music is great and all this stuff on the other hand, you know, and it, it just took us about two or three weeks before we finally pulled the trigger and said, yeah, no, we're going to cut it out. Um, that was, that was one of those things that <laughs> we really thought would work really well at first. And then as things went on, we're like, well, maybe not quite, but now we've got mixers and we can play music anytime we want to. And it's much better. Don't do it. Carl, don't do it. What? <laughs> He was talking? gonna do it. What are you talking He's about? Gonna... <laughs> oh, what? They're an attack of the clones? <laughs> no. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in the Lucasfilm archives. That's somewhere in the Lucasfilm archives. There is in sync, dressed as Jedi Knights in the Battle oh, of Genosis. I bet you that. You know what else there is in the archives that we've still never gotten that drives me mad. What? The full extended torture scene in Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> oh God! Of course there yeah. is. Um, I remember. Do you? I remember when the DVDs were released for the first time back in twenty no twenty eleven. Yeah, because it was the year after I finished grad school, my first year of teaching. It was yeah the Blu-rays. Thank you, Jason. The the DVDs were in two thousand and five, two thousand five. Because I was a freshman. Two thousand four. Yeah, I was a freshman in college, um, and they had like a cool like Revenge of the Sith teaser on it. But when they did the Blu-rays, it was my first year of teaching, and I took my first personal day so that I could just go home. No, that's right. I didn't take a personal day because I had to wait for Amazon Prime to deliver them. So it's like they probably won't be there until later in the day. I shouldn't take a personal day. And I remember going right home. They were waiting for me. And the first thing, of course, I did was throw in the deleted scenes from the original trilogy. I was like, oh, thank God. I'm finally going to get... And, you know, there were obviously, like, spoilers that came out early, like, telling you the list of the deleted scenes, and I didn't see anything in there about the torture scene. I was like, well, it's a small thing. They probably wouldn't mention it. I was holding on more hope than Luke and Leia are looking outside of the, you know, the, the frigate at the end of Empire Strikes Back. I had more hope than that. And I watched through every single one. I'm like, son of a wampa's arm. Why is that not there? Um, and I'm still waiting for it. I will pay $1,000. I don't have $1,000, but I will pay $100 to see that. 
Um, <laughs> oh if you if you think he's exaggerating, no, he will pay a hundred dollars to see that scene. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, what I, what I wouldn't give to like you know, you know that book you know from from the mixed up files of Mrs. Basley Frankweiler, the two kids like living in a museum. Like I want that, but in the Lucasfilm archives, I just oh, want to be a kid living. Yeah, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that would either be- Lucasfilm Archives <laughs> or at Rancho Obi Wan. Oh you know, my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> and, and just just think of like if StarWars.com wanted to continue to like expand the content they offer. It, the Star Wars show is great, right? Like um, Andy and. Um, uh, Anthony do such a great job with the show and they have great guests, but how fun would it be if they also had now a subsidiary show where it was just called like the Lucasfilm archives and oh. like every segment, they would just show you something new, tell you a little bit about its history, something oh you know, like, that would be so cool. It'd be like a cool I mean, little, like you could even do it as a segment within the star Wars show. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that would be so much fun. It'd be great. <sighs> They could bring me I mean, as a host. I mean, I, I'm right. Exactly. Personable. I mean, yeah. Carl. So I'm sorry, my hair is thinning. Come but, down, and we can just um, run through the archives like mad people yeah. finding things for this show. They, exactly. I don't, although, to be I fair, have, I have I don't, my own like Katie, dust gloves for. Yeah. I'm worried that they wouldn't let you in with all your destructive oh. joy. You know, <laughs> like know, to be, be so fair, happy. they'd be like J- Jason and Carl. You can come in, Katie. We feel like you'd be so overwhelmed that nothing would be left together. So I love this. It smashes it on the floor. That was the original Tana Four. <laughs> already like in pieces. I'm like, but I brought glue. I'll fix it. I mean, <laughs> Ray and Steve like, Sanchez like, just standing there crying. <laughs> they're like, is she upset? It's like, no, she's so happy. She's so that, happy. No, this is her happy rage. Yeah. You don't- yeah. It, now, if she's just touching it delicately, she's bored. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Yeah. No, she's looking at her phone. She's tapping. She's yeah. tweeting. Like, no, she she doesn't care. She's totally indifferent right now. No, if she's screaming and crying and breaking things, she's completely yeah. happy. They'll yes. be like, all right, listen, we'll just have to bring like extra things for Katie to break. Like, bring in the old, Kenner, you know, bring in some Kenner Power of the Force two line stuff. She can break it. You know? Yes, <laughs> the He Man Star like, Wars. <laughs> I just come in with like I got like a satchel filled with like dinner plates. So every time I see something, I just smash it. Playing on the floor. Opa! <laughs> <laughs> or like some Legos or something, you know, you yeah. just <laughs> smash. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> so you're like, no, you can't come in, and I'm like standing there and I'm holding like a flaming torch, and I'm like, why? Explain <laughs> to me why I can't come in. <laughs> Cause you're gonna burn the place to the ground out of joy. That's Yeah, that's why. That's why. <laughs> so um, so uh, Katie, so let me preface with this because I don't want to make it sound like we're being rude to Katie. Yeah. So when Jason and I, you know, we were like, oh, my gosh, we're getting close to 300. This is so exciting. And, and you know, Katie, you are now officially part of the show. And we were like talking about like, oh, gee, like we should we should probably still have Katie on because she is the best addition to the show probably ever. Um <laughs> Because <laughs> everything else is just purely conceptual, but you're a person, and that's always better than concepts. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, but I was like, oh, but you know, you know, of those 300 episodes, like we've done a lot of them, and and I was like, but yeah. so I, I, you know, off air, everybody, like I did ask Katie, I was like, would you mind maybe just preparing a couple questions mm-hmm. to ask? And she was kind enough to say yes. So I was just wondering if you had any others. Yeah, I think we would be remiss on the 300th episode of the Wampa's Lair not to talk about the titular Wampa. 
uh, you know, talk mm. about the the art because you guys have had a, like a little story going on with with the different uh, art for the Wampas Lair. Yeah, like it started off with you guys hanging upside down, and then didn't you escape at one point? Yes, like. Yeah, talk to me about about that. So, yeah. and, and I think some people might not know who drew the art, even though it's one of your good friends. Yeah, and you yeah. know, I, I I am a little ashamed that we're over an hour into this and we haven't mentioned Joe Hogan, um, <laughs> because you know, I mean, if you've been listening to the show a long time, like you've probably already heard, you've probably to be fair, Joe wasn't on that long ago because he he like made me jump on with him to do that Clone Wars saved episode. Yes, he, oh, like you, Katie, episode. I think he was ready to yep. start destroying stuff with Joy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, Joe is Joe is one of my favorite people in the world. Like he's he's more than just a, a great collaborator on the show. Joe is a very good friend of mine. And, and and that I met him the same weekend I met Jason. I didn't really interact with him that much that weekend. But um, I've you know, I've been very fortunate. Joe and I are only four and a half hours apart. So I'll go down to New York City. Joe has still never come to Boston to visit me. I'm going to pull that out on the air right now and call him out on it. Um, every time I <laughs> hang out with him, I, I go down. Um but to be fair, there's a group of guys down there that we always hang out with. Um, but Joe is – I remember like early on working with him, like the first thing he did, that the thing of us hanging upside down. Um, I was so excited to see that because I've never had a cartoon version of myself. I was so excited. Aww. And we were just so overjoyed with what Joe produced. And, and Joe is one of the most humble guys I've ever met. You know, Joe is extremely gifted and talented, but he refuses to be praised. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and it, it was funny because at first, like, we did have such, like, a professional camaraderie because we didn't know him that well. But now, obviously, like, I'd, I'll give him crap all day long and vice versa. Um, but As he deserves. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe hates great things. Um, I mean, I obviously I hate Joe because every time he's on the show, it's because I'm not. So, right. Um, oh. Yeah. Well, that- <laughs> exactly. Um, Doesn't he have strong opinions about Nickelback? I'm pretty sure he does. Oh, he loves them. <laughs> loves, loves to hate them. Um, but uh, yeah, no, like that, that first, you know, the, the, um, and, and I, I'm going to, I'm, this is so pathetic, but I'm going to humble brag for a second. And every one of the <laughs> concepts I have come up with, I just can't draw worth, spit um so and, and but i've loved it because they've all been really fun like the first one was us hanging upside down from the lair then the yep. second one is us down from the lair but i'm holding a microphone trying to ignite it like a lightsaber and jason's giving me like a wtf look yeah, um, like a side eye like what are you doing and i've got i've got my lightsaber ignited and the wampas coming closer to us i've got the the facebook pictures up right now so i'm looking at it if you need Aww. any help yeah, well, uh, and I'm trying to you remember. You should post the, them to Twitter, definitely, should, like yeah, a we retrospective. Should, we yeah. should do that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. The one that I know we ne- we have we use for a very short time, and we've never reused, is the one of us sitting with the Wampa in the Millennium Falcon hold, sitting at the yeah. dinner table. We had that. Uh, that's actually my PlayStation Cute. background. So whenever I turn on my PlayStation, that's my background, and I love it. Oh, nice. But yeah, we we had that up for a very short period, and that was just that was meant to be kind of just a fun one. Um, yeah. we're very wary. There's, then, then there's one of us where he puts us in costume for the first time, yes, um, which was great. where I, I'm wearing my Jedi robes with my lightsaber cutting through an ice wall. I love that. Carl's one. in the the Han Bespin outfit, blasting away at the Wampa while he's you know lumbering towards us. Um, <laughs> That's my favorite one, and obviously like that one is we've used for a long time now. Yeah. Um, um, and then we did. Then we did. You're right. The the Jarek one where we're all sitting around playing to Jarek, and the Wampa is squeezed between us with his knees Aww. up to his chest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that one's fun. Um, and he, then there's there's the one where Carl and I are dueling. Yes. 
we both got lightsabers. Their lightsabers are crossed. And then in the background, there's the silhouette of the Wampa uh, chasing Jar Jar. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. So, um, and, and then... And then he did, one for our, the... he did one for our four-year anniversary where the Wampa's holding a cake. Um, yes. Aww. Yeah. Uh, and I think that might have been the last one he did. No, then there's the profile picture we got on our Facebook, which is um, us posing with the Wampa. You know, he's he's got the the, the Wampa, uh, you know, in an action pose. And I'm with my lightsaber ignited and Carl's got the Han Solo blaster pointed at the camera and we're all ready for action. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. So Wampa's got two arms, I noticed. Yeah. Oh, it's not Luke's Wampa. You still still Uh, haven't got him. Yeah, no, he, but now he's our friend, and it's great. Right. He hasn't gotten us yet either, yeah. so that's, no, that's, the, that's the good thing. So. Yeah. But yeah, no, we, we've had a lot of fun with the with the art, and, and Joe has always been just so amazing uh, because Carl's right. Carl comes up with these ideas, and sometimes I, I throw in my two cents worth, but Carl's like, I've got this idea for a print. What do you think? And I'm like, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> and then Joe just kind of brings it to life in a way that we never imagined it could. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And so Joe's great. His art style really kind of, uh, put us on the map in a way. Um, Aww. cause that was one of those things that we really, once we got that, those, the original prints from Joe, we really pushed that as, you know, part of our social media presence on iTunes and everything. That was something that we really pushed out there. And I'm pretty sure uh, we've we've had people who said that scrolling through Star Wars podcasts and iTunes, they clicked on ours because they liked the artwork. So yeah. I would believe that. Yeah, we've a lot gotten of- we've gotten listeners because of Joe's artwork. So Joe, you're partially at fault for for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and we do we do need to have a new one soon for to celebrate seven years and to celebrate the fact that it's not just us in the lair anymore. Yeah. What? Who said that? What? Who said that? What was that voice? That um, I think voice? it was Chad Chad Kroger um, from Nickelback. <laughs> but um, one thing I did want to say uh, in regards to, to to that stuff is because um, now we obviously like we've been able to make T-shirts now because of what Joe's made, and Joe's made like really good logos that work well on T-shirts. The prints they're they're cool, but they don't like they're not made for T-shirts um, in a way, and like. Everyone we've ever made has looked a little bit geeky um, in that sense, which is fine. Um, but I love the logo ones that Joe gave to us because it's very Star Wars. Like it's a very Star Wars logo. And again, I thought it was so cool to have it. I was like, oh, but Jason just or I was like, Joe, do the silhouette of us hanging, though, because it's like it'll be fun at the bottom. He's like, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, and then instead of the apostrophe S for Wampas, I, I was like, use the you know rebel logo symbol there. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. Um, <laughs> and so I know like. When we started this show, I've always wanted to be part of something. I, I, I played sports, but only through like junior year of high school. So I never really got a letterman jacket. Like I never got to be part of something branded, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always wanted to be part of something like uh, like I, I got really into the show Sons of Anarchy years ago. You know, the show about the motorcycle gang. And I used to like buy all these yeah. T-shirts that they would wear in the show because I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm part of that <laughs> club yeah um i i love um have you either of you ever seen the show rescue me with um it's about firefighters oh, the in New firefighters. York City. yeah yeah with, um 
Um, no, I haven't. Okay, it's a really good show. Um, it's been off the air for a number of years, but it, it's really good. And but I always loved how they were always just wearing like T-shirts that like had their firehouse logo on it or like their their house and truck number. I was like, oh, it's cool because like it's like you belong to that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, part of my fascination with like when I was thinking of becoming a priest is like I can't wait to just wear like priest clothes all the time. Um, <laughs> I'll never get a girlfriend, which is like yes, you're right, you can't. Um, so, <laughs> it's actually hence why I decided not to go that route. Um, but. Uh, um, but you know, I and this. I'm sorry. This is a kind of a long story to get to a very simple point. But I loved when we finally started making clothes because I have a lot of like Wampusler shirts now, and I love. I wear them pretty regularly, and I just feel like I finally belong to something that I want to belong to. Right? Everything else was always a little bit forced in some yeah. ways, um, but this is the one thing I've always been passionate about in my life, and I I love that. You know, we've been able to create this show that also has created a community, and I do feel like I belong to something. And and I don't know, I just I kind of empowered might be too strong a word, but I just feel cool when I wear a Wampusler yeah. thing. I love that I have like a Wampusler you know magnet on my fridge. I love that the students that at the school I work at have tons of Wampusler magnets on their fridges because I bring them ah. to work. Um, like. <laughs> I love when I'm walking down the hall and I see a Wampusler business card like on a random desk. And I'm like, oh, well, that student clearly didn't want it. But whatever. Now it's on the <laughs> campus. But I don't know. I just like it. It feels really cool that we've created something that I'm part of. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and just to as a complete sidebar on this, uh, every, you know, very often when I'm wearing my Wampusler shirts out in public, people say, Nice shirt. I like that shirt. You know, it's nothing they've ever seen before. And, you know, I get comments. I seriously get more comments about my Wampusler shirts than I do about any other Star Wars shirt I wear. So, well, yeah. And I think I've probably told both these stories now on on air because I was so excited after they happened. But when I went down um, to New York City for. Oh, I I went down the summer that Spider-Man Homecoming came out to go with Joe Hogan and the group of guys down there. And I had a Wampusler shirt on, but it was the one – it's the Wampusler logo, but it's an Oribesh. And this guy comes up to me. He's like, oh, man, my Oribesh isn't very good. But he's like, what does that say? I was like, oh, Wampusler. He goes, oh, dude, that's a great podcast. Do you listen? I'm like, I'm Carl. I'm one of the hosts. He's like, that's amazing. He's like, I didn't know you lived in New York. And I was like, I don't. I'm just visiting. Um, and it was just so cool. And then when I went to my first Star Wars trivia out here in Boston just a few months ago, um, I wore my Han Solo jacket, but I had a Wampusler shirt on under it. And then it, it was we had to do a tiebreaker, and it was me against this guy. His, I know, know him. His name's Mike, and he's a listener on the show. But I had taken the jacket off because I was sweating. I was ready to go. And, and you know, I shook his hand, and we introduced ourselves. He goes, oh, Wampusler, that's a great show. Do you listen? I go, yeah, I'm Carl. I'm one of the hosts. And he's like, dude, I love your show. And I'm like, this is wild. Um, and, like, I just felt so cool. Um, so, Mike, if you're listening, thank you for that. Um, oh man, that is amazing! You're making me want to wear a Wampus Lair T-shirt at, uh, at Celebration. I definitely oh, will. Well, we, we're well, definitely yeah. going to have to get you one for yeah. Celebration. Yeah. Absolutely. And, oh my gosh! Yeah, it, yeah. It was just oh, it was great. And I remember the last trivia I was at just a couple of weeks ago with my friend Ben. Um, I was wearing a Wampus Lair shirt there, and I remember there was like there were like there was this one table where this really cute girl was sitting, and I kept saying to Ben, "I'm like." I feel really cool here because like this is my crowd and like we're totally crushing this right now. Should I go like say hi to her? And he's like, Carl, I think she just works for the bar and she's just taking pictures for their event page. And I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> like all the wind just went out of my sails. <laughs> it's like, okay, never mind. Way to go. Way to go, Ben. You crushed his hopes ben, and dreams. Ben keeps me real. Um, so. so you need a little bit of that sometimes, Carl. Yeah. Sometimes. I'm Humble Wheaties. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm done talking. <laughs> there's um there's actually two stories that i'm pretty sure i've heard before but i definitely want to hear again and i think that was a really good time to talk about them i want to hear how you guys first met and where you were everyone remembers the day that disney bought star wars and you learned you were going to get more star wars i want to hear about both of these things please I'm super excited, and now's All the right. time to get nostalgic. So, All right. Yeah. Carl, I think you should tell the story about uh, how we met, and I'll tell the story about Disney because <laughs> I'm kind of at fault about the Disney story. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, or we could just tell them together. I mean, that's – No, I mean, it's, it is what if, – if I miss anything, fill me in. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, we've told the story several times over the years, but if you're a newer listener – also, if you're a new listener, hopefully you're still listening. Um, you're like, I <laughs> – kind of tuned in to like hear something about star wars not about your show but um if that's the case i apologize they clicked on the episode <laughs> um, titled blue milk boys i mean yeah. they kind of knew i think yeah hopefully <laughs> um but no it was so you know we we went out to both of us were going out to fan days um and uh i i was fortunate enough that it was shortly it was a few months after i had been on my first ever podcast chris smith invited me on to starlight pit and after we finished recording, he and Matt invited me to go to fan days. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And Chris was like, oh, I've got a free extra VIP ticket. Like, I've got an extra bed in my room. Like, you can come and stay. He's like, all you, you have to pay for. It. Yeah, he's like, all you got to pay for is your flight. And I was like, you know what? I'm an wow. adult now. I have a job. I can save the money. I'm doing this. Yeah, I've always wanted to go to one of these things. Um, so I went out and the the next the very next morning, um, I met Jason. He just rolled up in his car that was like the millennium falcon because it was literally a hunk of junk yes um, and i said yes, that with love was. jason she's got um, it where it counts she okay. did have it where it counts <laughs> no um, you had to hold <laughs> you had to hold the felt on the ceiling tires up. on the drive to fan days yeah you had to hold the roof up or not not the roof but like the you know the fabric on the roof of the car like on the inside it was falling down so you had to hold that up in the passenger seat um yeah. i remember that um, uh, if I'd been there, I would have been like, you came in that thing. You're braver than I thought. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I seriously, though, um, I was supposed to go with a friend. Uh, I had a friend who was going to go. But for work thing, he had to bail at the last minute and he was really upset about it. But I was going to go anyway. This is the first time I'd ever done something like this. And now I'm going by myself. Um, I, I knew Matt, who was one of the hosts of the Sarlacc Pit. Um, I talked with him a couple times because I, you know, I was really involved with uh, Matt and Mike's show, Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast, and so I was familiar with Chris through that, um, the Sarlacc Pit guys, um, and I was going ostensibly to help, you know, cover it uh, for Frontlines. Um, I got a, a media pass. Uh, through front lines, so I didn't have to pay to get in, so that was nice. Um, and I was staying with a friend who lived, you know, 30 minutes away from the convention center, so uh, I was going to go up there, get there early, hang out with them, and like literally blew two tires on the highway <laughs> getting up there the day before. And I was like, this is not going this well. Is <laughs> this is nuts. This is nuts. So, so I, I, 
Because when I when I drove back to the um, L.A. from Anaheim with Matt Cranky of Sarlacc Pit, because he, he was giving me a ride back to the airport at the end of Anaheim celebration, we blew a tire on the highway on the way to L.A. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Why are they lining the tires with tax? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They need to rethink that. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, there was a you know a, a tire you know, uh, what was it I forget the uh, discount t- a discount ah. tire like a mile down the road so I was able to get over there and replace my tires but um, so that was you know eighty bucks out the window I was not expecting you know even before I got to the convention I was like this sucks but um, I, I got there you know that the morning of the convention and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing I've never been to one of these things. Um, and so I, I found, you know, Matt and Chris and their posse. Um, I was like, okay, I'm going to hang out, see what this, what's going on. But they were busy because this was the, one of the big days they were going to be like hitting up all the interviews and stuff for their show. And so they had a whole like lineup of things that they had to do that morning. And so I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, and so Carl and I are just kind of like awkwardly standing off to the side while they're interviewing Steven Stanton or somebody. Um <laughs> And we started talking. Carl actually started talking to me. Um, I was Aww. very, very shy and quiet at the time, and I didn't say it. Um, you didn't break out the Jar Jar impressions like out the gate. You're just no. not out the gate. <laughs> I don't well, boy. I liked it because I, I am I am a talker, and I, I initially was taken by it. I'm like, oh great, I can just keep talking to this guy. He's not going to say much. This is perfect, <laughs> and he's really right. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, but, but of course it got to be lunchtime and we're like, you know, how are we going to go eat? And I was like, Whataburger is my favorite. And I've you never know. been to one because they don't have any on the East coast. Yeah. Um, Whataburger's legit. Let's yeah. <laughs> so we piled into Jason's car, held his felt ceiling up. Um, yep. it was the two of us, obviously, um, Brad Mitchell, um, who we met out there as well. Great guy. I don't know. I hope he still listens to the show. Um, and, uh, JC Cox, um, yep. who was in his, He'd created like his own Jedi character, so he's in a cosplay costume. We're sitting uh, there at Whataburger eating burgers and fries. I'm sitting <laughs> next to a dude who's dressed like a Jedi. I'm sitting across from a dude who is obsessed with Star Wars. And then Brad's there who also loves Star Wars, and it was a dream come true. Like it really was because my Star Wars fandom was huge. As right, like when I was a kid, my cousins got me into it. I loved it, but they they never necessarily grew out of it. But we grew out of. We just we all grew apart as we grew yeah. up, not in a bad way. Just kind of grew apart. You grow um, up, it's, yeah. It happens, yeah, yeah. And I still clung. I still kind of clung to part of my the a certain part of the Star Wars fandom that they no longer clung to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really have anybody to share that with for a long time. I mean, really, from pretty much, oh, geez, like tenth grade until really fan days i mean when i was in college i had friends that also enjoyed it but it was never anything like this so mm-hmm. i'm sitting there next to a dude dressed like a jedi and i like the question that i would always ask people at fan days when i met them was is so what's your favorite star wars movie because like i just like it's a great conversation starter at a star yep. wars convention and, and what's your favorite star wars character yes uh, and yeah. so we were going around the table i'm pretty sure jc cox said empire I want to say Brad said Return of the Jedi. I don't remember. I apologize, Brad. Um, I think it was but, Empire. But Jason said yes. Return of the Jedi, but my close second is Attack of the Clones, and my favorite <laughs> character is R2-D2. And I'm like, who are you? You're amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it went. And then Carl and I were pretty much inseparable the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Aww. Like, yeah. We, we got back from lunch, and 
JC had to go find somebody. I think Brad just wandered off. But Carl and I just roamed the convention center for the rest of the weekend. Like, we hung out the rest of the time, and it had so much fun. And to be fair, it so. wasn't even 24 hours because Fan Days was only two days. Um, yeah. So, yeah. like, I met you that first day, and we hung out a ton throughout the day. And then the second day, because I remember you helped me hunt down. You know, I really wanted that Dagobah Star Tours poster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, and like you, I remember you were kind enough to say like, I'll take it with me and mail it so it'd be cheaper. And I was like, okay, but he wanted Aww. a lot. Um, but when I came home, I immediately like, so it's still two of my favorite things in my Star Wars collection in my Star Wars room is I have, a, it's probably, it's probably 12 inches long by like six inches tall. It's kind of like a widescreen type painting and it's of Bespin and I love it. I have that. It, it's literally the pinnacle of my Star Wars room still to this day. And I bought just a die-cast Millennium Falcon model that still sits on the front of my, like, TV table that I, in my Star cool. Wars room. And I just love it. Like, these are my, two of my – oh, and that – also, duh, Carl. Um, I have my favorite – well, yeah, it's probably my favorite Star Wars painting. I also bought at Fan Days. And I remember yeah. by, it's, by, so, it's painted by Jason Palmer. And yep. it's called The Saga. The Saga. Yep. Yeah. And, it, and it's just, like, kind of – a series of paintings from a new hope through return of the Jedi. And it's a beautiful painting. I remember. Uh, Phantom Menace. Through nope. Jedi, it's just, right? it's just the original. Oh trilogy. no, no, that's right. It is yep. the OT. Never mind. And I remember Matt cranky bought one. And I was like, oh, I really want one. And I was hemming and hawing. And I went back to his table and Jason Palmer's like, you know, you, I can just, if you buy it online, I can mail it to you. I was like, Oh great. This is awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's that and my cloud city painter still they're at, like the pinnacle of my star Wars room. Um, because that's kind of what started all of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know, when I mean, Jason and I were just very fortunate, like it, it's, it's like anything in life, it, you know, when you kind of meet someone who's going to be your best friend, like you just kind of click immediately. Same with yes. like a relationship, right? Like even a romantic yeah. relationship, you usually know pretty early, like if this person's clicking with you or not. Mm-hmm. And same with a really good friendship and really good friendships are hard to come by. Like I've got a lot of really good friends, but I don't have a ton of really great friends. Um, mm-hmm. and then, and that's not meant to be mean to any of my friends, but like some <laughs> people you just really click perfectly with. And Jason and I had that camaraderie right away. And when we were saying goodbye to each other, which was really sad, I was Aww. like, like we obviously exchanged numbers on our non-smartphones at the time. I know I had a flip phone back then. I don't know if you did. Probably. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had a razor. Yeah. I didn't even have a razor yet. Uh, I had like a really nasty old flip phone. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I remember like we, we exchanged numbers we didn't even really text because I don't even know if I had a texting plan then. Um, and I remember oh calling, gosh, but, but, but we made the numbers, decision. Facebook contact. Yeah. And I remember we uh, made the decision before we, we parted that we were going to make a podcast together. And Riley and Bethany were there of Star Wars Report. And they were still pretty new um, to it. But they were like, Riley's like, yeah, I'd definitely be happy to help you with the technical stuff. So uh-huh. two nights after I got home from Dallas... I remember just like sitting on my bed and we were just like chatting and laughing and like planning this podcast. Um, yeah. It started brainstorming ideas about the very next week. Yeah. 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 So it was great. I love that. I love like it's a great story. So I hopefully you don't mind hearing it. And and it's one of those we are a rare pair in pod in Star Wars podcasting that we met before we started podcasting together. There's so many people who met online first, and some people I know have never actually met each other in the flesh before, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But they Mm -hmm. podcast, and they're great friends, and that's awesome, but we're a rare, uh, you know, rare breed where we got Mm -hmm. to meet first. Um, 
and then start the podcast. So yeah. Now, well, I, wait oh, sorry. before. Sorry, before we get into the Disney thing, I, I've thought of like a like a little sub question to this question, Jason. Where were you when Carl said we're gonna have a guest on the show named Katie Horn? What were you? <laughs> what, do you remember that? <laughs> well, um, I mean, it, it kind of came to the pay- with the Patreon thing, and so you were just like the first. As soon as we launched that that tier, Katie was like, "Me, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> I volunteer and- as tribute." <laughs> right, right, and, and you were you were, you were starting to get pretty active on the social media too. So we're like, oh, okay, this could be this could be fun. And uh, then Carl's like, yeah, she wants to talk about Mall, and I was like, oh, so she's like Teresa Delgado, I guess she's the dark side. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I was. I was like, oh, we're gonna talk about Mall. Okay, we've never done that before. This could be fun. Nice. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, and it turned out to be one of the best episodes we've done. So yeah. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, I remember uh talking through Patreon. I talked to, to Carl and I didn't talk to you, Jason, until we actually sat down to record. I remember. Yeah. No, I uh I <laughs> I see those things retroactively because they come in on the email too, so I kinda of Oh, read. gotcha. No, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Carl's yeah. I was pretty pretty good on the, on the Patreon. So, anyways, um, let's go to the. <laughs> yeah, where were you? Oh my gosh, that day! Every Star Wars fans remembers that day. Well, that day I was I was a bad Star Wars fan because I had like turned off my phone. <gasps> uh, I was at school studying. Oh my uh, gosh! I was at college studying, and I, this is one of those. I was in like about a two three month phase where I was like, I'm gonna work out and actually like, you know, ride my bike to school. I was close enough. I could, I could ride my bike to school and not have to go and, and pay the parking or whatever. Um, well, that's good. In my car. So uh, you know, it was retroactively cool. applaud you for that, honestly. <laughs> and it was, you know, it was cool enough, uh, it, which is rare in Arizona that I could actually <laughs> accomplish that. Um, and so I had studied at the library and I was, you know, decided to ride my bike home. Um, and I remember turning my phone back on, Right about the time I started to head out, um, and I'm sitting at a stoplight, and my phone is just buzzing like a, you know, like you know, it's it's vibrating like somebody, you know, I don't know, I don't know, it it would not stop, and I'm like, I'm I'm literally about to fall off my bicycle because it's vibrating that much, you know, like what is going on? Did somebody die? Um, oh no! Oh no! I, I mean. And, it's and like then, the Schrodinger's cat of Star Wars. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, at one point, it, you know, it, it wouldn't stop. And so finally, I pulled over and was like, "What's going on?" And I looked real quick at the first couple of texts I was getting, and it was like, "Disney bought Star Wars." Oh my gosh, we got and Carl's like, "We got to talk." Hey, <laughs> are you there? Hey, we need to podcast about this. Um, I think I had like two missed calls and a bunch of text messages from Carl wanting to get on and podcast about this. Um, And so I I waited to respond until after I got back to my apartment and I was like, Hey, should we just get on Skype? And he was like, yes. Um, So (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's how that went. But I just remember sitting at the stoplight waiting for it to turn green and my phone just blowing up. Um, Carl. Oh my gosh. 
Or what was it like being on the other end of that? Yeah, were you just like pacing and like you got the shakes and responding? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Um, Well, Chris Smith was the one that told me. He texted me. I just gotten home from work, and he's like, "Disney bought Star Wars. They're making Episode Seven, Eight, and Nine. That was all the text said. I'm like, "What?" And and I was like, "Are you serious?" He goes, "Yes." What? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Um, we were just we just want to really want to make a podcast where we have Darth Vader's what and um, Obi Wan what and then Anakin's what, what? Um, <laughs> there's so many good what's um, Leia's what <laughs> oh yeah hers is probably the yeah. best yeah I know <laughs> what you may file when ready what <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, oh my god don't yeah. do this through much make an effective demonstration don't worry we shall deal with your rebel friends soon enough. No. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so Chris texted me. I hop on the computer. It's everywhere. So yeah. I, I immediately just start. T- I called Jason first. I think it probably went straight to voicemail since your phone was off. Yeah. I don't remember if I left you a voicemail. I sent you multiple texts. Yeah. And I was just like literally just running through my apartment running through my apartment just like i don't and it was like i didn't know what to do with it i was so damn excited and i was like i want to talk about this and i had to wait hours until jason finally responded and we hopped on and did a show um and uh did we do that first because i know we had matt and chris on early on i don't know if they were on the first one or maybe we did a second one with them too because they they joined Uh, us we did a second uh, one with them okay. afterwards. We did our first. The initial response to that was just the two of us. Yeah. And we got it out that day. Right. And I think we, we were, were like, like one of we the, the first. first yeah. We were the first ones on the network to have a response right. to the news out. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Which I think, and we were probably, you know, even though Carl's like, had to wait hours. It was probably like two hours before we actually said <laughs> It's a long two hours, Jason. I, yeah, I know. Right. I'm sure. But. We, I think I put Empire on like and I a, still couldn't a stay 40 minute, We had a 40-minute podcast at the end of that, and which he uploaded immediately, and we probably were one of the first podcasts out there to have a response to it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure you know some of the other big ones had responses, but we were in the, I think within we were, the top I feel group. like we were even – I think we even got one out quicker than like RFR, and oh. I don't know if Full of Sith existed then, but um, – They didn't. Okay. But uh, yeah um, – yeah. Where were you, Katie? Oh my gosh. That day I I was actually babysitting at the time. And and you know, uh, again, I yeah, I got text messages about it. Um and I remember just being all like, There's more Star Wars and the kids are like, What? And I'm like, There's gonna be more Star Wars and then I'm like, like Where's the kitchen? And she starts smashing plates. <laughs> yeah, just starts smashing plates. <laughs> Their mom comes back and just like there's cutlery everywhere. Uh you're where like, are the children? You, they're fine. You you're like, I'll give you a ten percent discount on my rate. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh my god. But that was the thing. I felt so lucky to be with children because I just was like screaming, like literally screaming and running around <laughs> the backyard. I thought it was a fun game, but I'm just like, this is the only thing I can do right now to get this out of me i'm just screaming and and the thing i kept like the king i like couldn't let go like the the thing that was in the forefront of my mind it wasn't even like we're gonna get new movies like of course i was excited about that but the thing that like had me in its grip was leia's a disney princess now (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just like screaming leia's a disney princess leia's a disney princess <laughs> so that's where I was. I was I was just running laps in some random lady's backyard. That's amazing. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think that might be the best story we've got about the Disney thing. <laughs> I, yeah, podcast. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah, it was just it, it was it was impossible to contain the excitement that day as a Star Wars fan. And I'm sure all of you like can sympathize with that. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, what? we've, we've been going for quite a while, so I think it's time we start wrapping up. Um, <laughs> and, and I know there were other comments on Facebook and, and I apologize. We don't, we're oh. not get what, go ahead. What? Yeah, we, we got all the Facebook ones. We just got a couple of emails left over, but oh, okay. we'll, well, the emails were a little long, so we'll just say thank you, Sartosh, for your really kind words. Sartosh was on not that long ago. He yeah. did the episode with us about, um, you know, the future of the Jedi and, uh, mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. He wrote us amazing a very, episode, very, very amazing. kind email. And, of course, Patrick wrote us a really great email as well. Um, so thank you both for those. Um, yeah. But, uh, thank you very much. Yeah. You know, just, again, for the sake of time, and uh, we should probably start wrapping this up. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's just wild. Like 300 episodes of a Star Wars podcast. And, you know, a lot of folks were very kind in their messages saying, here's to 300 more. Well, you know what? I can't wait for the day in a few years when we're like, episode 600. Uh, oh right. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I love talking Star Wars with both of you. It's so much fun. And yeah. I, Agreed. There's no, Agreed. End, there's no end date in sight. There is no end date. Um, no. <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Any, any closing, closing thoughts from either of you? I just feel uh, so lucky, honestly, you know, that that there is more new Star Wars and that there are so many people that want to keep the conversation going. I just feel so, so lucky, so blessed. Yeah, me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it, it's been it's been such a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been one of those things over the course of these almost seven years now. One thing that's always been there is the wampus lair i've i've you know moved states i went through you know my undergraduate uh degree my undergraduate i you know first full-time job and you know then now moving on to trying to you know do other things and it but the, the one thing that's always been there through all of this uh tumultuous and good times alike is been the wampus lair and carl the other end of the Skype machine, um, <laughs> you know, and we've had, you know, been able to talk Star Wars. And that's been one of those things that's been there through it all. And it's it's crazy to think that, you know, I can look back and say, man, almost seven years ago, we started the Wampus Lair. And I've been through a lot since then. And Carl's kind of been there through it all. Um, it's such a weird thing. But it's such an awesome thing, and I, I'm so glad we get to do, keep doing this, Carl. Katie, I'm so glad you, <laughs> you joined us. Uh, it's so much fun. Um, and I just I just am so excited there's always more to talk about Star Wars with right now because uh, it means we get to keep having fun. And we yeah. keep fooling everybody to come back week after week. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's like, you know, 
seriously, this podcast is as as much as I love doing it for everybody else and getting conversations going and and interacting with everybody else. This podcast is as much a selfish, guilty pleasure for me as it is that others, the altruistic side of it. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to be completely honest. There are some days where I'm just like, it's been a rough day. I need to talk Star Wars with Carl. Um, mm-hmm. I don't care if this episode actually gets out. It does. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I just need to talk Star Wars with Carl. So I've had those days. Um and I know, Carl, you've had those as well. Yeah. Um, so it's it's one of those things where I'm so, so happy that that we kind of randomly discovered each other all those years ago and decided to start this goofy little podcast. Yeah. And I'm so glad, glad Katie gave us 20 bucks so that she could, you know, eventually <laughs> be on the show. So, <laughs> I'll be right. Cla- I'll be yeah. class. Um, thanks, Katie. Bribery will get you everywhere, folks. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I'm, but I, I mean, I, all I can do is second that, Jason. You know, I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, the, I've I've I. It's so funny because this this just this past month, I was in Boston. This is my tenth year in Boston now, which is crazy. Um, I've been here almost a third of my life, and the majority of my time in Boston has been with you. And I've you know I've been through a couple of career changes. I've been through lots of relationships um, and which has affected the show um, in some ways. (laughs) A lot of my anger around last Jedi wasn't just the movie. Um, It was a lot of going on in my personal life. Um, But uh, you know, and I'm with you, like this has been a consistent thing. And I actually did the math where we are averaging right now, 47 episodes a year. So almost one a week. And like when we did start, we we told ourselves we would do like every other week, maybe every week. It was it was much more it was a little bit more relaxed schedule wise. Yeah. Um yeah. but you know, for the last I know couple we, we of like we took like, you know, a couple of months off here or there, like a month off here or there, you know, early on too, like for summer. I think we right. almost took like we did like one episode a month for the summer. Yeah, uh, the last year I think. Yeah, right. I think. Yeah, I think last year you guys took a month off because just because you were busy or something I like that. A, I yeah. took a month off because I was heartbroken to be honest. So oh, I just so, need, oh, I, I need needed to time. Oh, yeah. No, I'm um, sorry. no it's fine. Uh, um, I thought I was helping. <laughs> no, no, not no. It's I mean that's really why it was like I was I was just so upset with the world. Even and it was the first time I was ever like disappointed by Star Wars. Um, like even Star Wars wasn't making me happy and I just needed some time away because I knew I wasn't going to bring anything to the show because that's not, you know, we're not about being negative. And it's not that I wanted to be negative, but it's like I just I'm, I'm not happy right now. I just need some time away from even this. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, what I've loved is like every week I get to talk Star Wars with one of my best friends. And now with you, Katie, who now yeah. becoming one of my best friends. And yes. um it's 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 just such a blessing to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I love that people listen. I love that we have a community. Um, but I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm with you, Jason. Like there is definitely like I love doing this just for just for me and like just for the friendship of this. And I love that others love listening to that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and I've loved that I've had the two of you to have continually helped me unpack Star Wars and and appreciate it even more. I mean, that's I think that's the biggest pull away I have from being able to do so many Star Wars episodes on a podcast is I didn't think it was possible to love and appreciate Star Wars more than I do now oh, yeah. because I have the ability to challenge myself to think deeper about it 
um, and to engage it in a, just in a very exciting way. And I have two great co-hosts now who help me just unpack it and think about things in totally new ways. I mean, you blew my mind last week, Katie, with the heroine's journey stuff. And oh, it was awesome. Um, thanks. <laughs> so it's been so much fun. Um, yeah. But yeah. And you know, and I was saying this, like the, the three of us were talking about this before we started recording tonight, um, that like, We've been doing this for so long that we're going to start going back and kind of revisiting some early episodes because, one, you can't access them in iTunes anymore. You can still access them in StarWarsReport.com. Um, I think just but you got to go back like yeah, it t- takes tens and tens of pages. Well, to be it's fair, like- you could just do in Google like Wampa's Lair Episode 1 and it'll, it should come right up. But, um, but, again, like it's not as easy that they're not all right there in iTunes. And I don't know why they can't be, but they can't. Um, they can only save so many um, yeah. in the feed. But, you know, some of my favorite topics were some of the first ten we did. Like, I loved it. So we're going to start revisiting some stuff from earlier. But rather than doing top fives, we're going to do top tens. We're going to – and, like, we've got new movies now. We've got – you know, we've our our perspective on Star Wars fandom has certainly changed in the years, um, and we've got Katie, like, um, ah! <laughs> so a totally completely new voice in these in yes. these particular things. So next week we're going to be doing our first episode in a top ten series, but you're going to have to come back next week to find out what the topic is. Um, <laughs> it's 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 a kind of new and kind of old topic. So it's Ooh. sort of been done, but not exactly, and it's certainly not been done as a top ten. So right. I am very and, excited. And when we say top 10, folks, we're not going to do all 10 in an episode because right. we're not going to make you sit through four hours of us just yes. blathering about stuff. <laughs> right. um, uh, no, we're, we're, we'll, we'll break it up. We'll, we'll hit 10 through 6 next week and then 5 through 1 the following week. No honorable mentions in a top 10, though. Right. Yeah. I don't I know how like... we're going to survive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It'll be tough. But... Oh. Also, starting next week, like I said, we will go back and, and at the end of that episode, we'll tack on episode one of the A New Hope radio drama. So for those of you who are you know, wanting to hear those again, you tune in. They'll be back. Yeah, They're coming back. They're coming back. And for those of you who have never heard them before, you're in for a treat, especially the A New Hope one, especially the A New Hope one. So, yeah. So um, because of the fact that I did not think about either a matchup or a poll for next episode. We're not going to have one. Um, <laughs> so next week we'll also introduce a new either matchup or poll. Um, I am ecstatic that Solo comes out Friday. I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, I am for digital. Be, yes. I'm. I'm still waiting on the on the physical copy. I'm not going to get the digital. I'm, oh my god. I I'm am doing just both. Crawling. Um. Yeah. I'm crawling through the desert, awaiting the rain that is Solo. Just. Yes. Uh, I can't wait. Bring it. And I'm off on Friday, which is perfect. That's my that's my first weekend day, so I will I will watch that movie at least twice on Friday. And I can't <laughs> wait. Watch it for twenty four hours. Like go to wake up with solo, go to yeah. bed. Solo. I just got the novel in the mail today too. So I was debating about waiting till after watching the movie one more time to start the novel, but I don't think I can. It's just oh, gonna stare stop. at me. And I'm not reading anything else right now before bed, so I was like, I have to start it tonight. Um, there you go. Yeah. Do it. Do it to do it. Um, but anyway, that's going to wrap this episode up. And if, if you're still with us, it's probably because of two reasons. One, um, you've been a longtime listener and, and you are part of this community and we thank you for that. Or maybe you are a newer person and you just you did enjoy this trip down memory lane. And for that, we thank you for being with us on that journey and, and revisiting yeah. that. 
And even though there was no hard-hitting Star Wars content on this episode, um, it is worth saying that, like, this show exists in its splendor because of you who listen. You participate yeah. in the, the polls. You participate in the matchups. You interact on social media. You make this show better. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. The, there have been many an episode topic that's been inspired by something someone has said uh, in a comment or in an email or something like that. So keep mm-hmm. up the interactions, folks. You might hear some of your ideas talked about down the road. Um, this has been so much fun. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Katie, for, for being here for episode 300. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 300 episodes. This am- is the Wampus Lair. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. Do it. Ugh, it's so good. It's, well, it's been so good. And, you know, ugh, God, I don't know what else to say, except I'm just I'm so ecstatic that we've had 300 of these episodes. <laughs> I know. And and here's something you can say, Carl, if people want to weigh in on anything that they want to talk about with us, if there's more stuff on the 300th episode, things that they heard that they'd never heard before, or any other topic in Star Wars, where can people get in touch with us, Carl? Well, of course, on Twitter. Uh, so follow us at Wampuslayer. We're on Facebook at Wampuslayer Podcast. You can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, we got lots of great bonus content. I've been doing a, I know this is super cocky today, but I've been having so much fun, and I think they're going really well with my solo soundtrack breakdowns on Patreon. Um, so head over to patreon.com slash Podcast for all that expanded content. And for Patreon supporters, this is a brand new uh, Wampus Lair background spotlight episode I got up there for you, so check that out. Uh, Katie, people want to interact with you? Where can they do that? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at PoHotDameron. Absolutely come hit me up on there. I love talking about Star Wars with you guys, and it's always a good time. Get anything else, <laughs> folks? No. It's been a good 300 episodes. <laughs> that... 300 more! Woo! Woo! Well, thank you everyone so much for walking down memory lane with us. This has been episode 300 of the Wampus There podcast, Blue Milk Boys, because that's what we almost were. For Carl and Katie, I'm Jason. We'll see you next time in 301 here in the Wampus Lair. Yeah.